in your face. Madam Nightingale there, dance with me. I am honoured to have Madam Nightingale in the studio. Welcome to 3CR. Oh, thanks for having me. It's a great track. It's uh, alternative synth pop with an 80s influence, I feel. Yes, that's right. So tell us about your journey that got you into the studio. Well, it's, it's, it's been an interesting ride. I was with um, sort of indie pop bands on and off for the last sort of 10 years, I guess, well, up until uh, 2019. I was in like a loose collective called The Winter Friends that operated around St Kilda and then I decided to try something different and uh, met a few people that were interested in, in synth pop and um, it's sort of something I've always liked from my youth and, and I suppose it was starting to become a bit more popular um, underground again. So we decided to form a, a duo called Madame Nightingale and here I am. Fantastic. So you've gone from a band to a duo. What's that like? Uh, it's, it's got its pros and cons, you know. Uh, there's only two of you to coordinate, so that's easy. Um, but then you need to really connect well with the person or persons that you're writing with, you know. So I originally started off writing with a, an arranger called uh, Dave O'Toole and then now writing and performing um, with another musician called Dean Lombard, who's an exceptional sort of multi-instrumentalist. And you've got to get yourself on the same page. So, But it's a lot of fun because uh, the, the writing's a lot more intense and involved uh, in a duo. So how do you get yourself on the same page? 
Uh, so you try, I guess you th- first of all you brainstorm sort of like what sonics you want. So I'm a top liner, which is is, is writing lyrics and, and melody line for vocals primarily. I do also write chord charts and whatnot, but I, I prefer to work in a duo with with somebody giving me their sort of sonic ideas. You know, like I think this is a progression I want to play, or, or these are this is a sort of backing track. This is what a feel of vibe. But and then you I go away and listen to that, and there's a bit of to and fro about oh no, I think I think we should have some bass here, or I'd like to put a chorus in this part instead of the other part. So it's like Lego. I was to explain to people, it's a bit like passing Lego blocks across the table and then trying to build a little castle between the two of you. I get the impression you've done a lot of gigs in pubs, yeah? Uh, yes, I did with the, um, um, I suppose, indie folk rock band. Um, Madame Nine goes a little bit different because it's actually the performance is actually quite theatrical. So I'm in a, in, in a full uh, sort of, um, I don't know, like space sort of drag queen, really. Um, and so it's more of a theatrical act. So the music is very sort of like the DJ at the club music, but the performance isn't so most recently performing at things like Melbourne Fringe and sideshows of Midsummer and going up to Newcastle Fringe and so on. Wow, so it's like faux drag. A bit, yes. <laughs> so how did you get into that? Because that sounds like loads of fun. And um, what's it like? Well, look, it's, it's just, it's sort of been really eye-opening for me because I always was like horrendous stage fright when I used to sing with, you know, indie folk bands. And, and I guess putting makeup on sort of made me feel more like I was the performer, like I was meant to be there. It was like a my sort of shield. And then I got invited to, in uh, 2020, to do an online artist development program with Hillscene Live. They're a marvellous organisation based out of the Burringer Arts Centre up in the Dandenongs. And they went, well, you know, you can go full dramaturgy, you can go full costume and full vibe and full everything. And that never occurred to me in a, in a rock band that you could do that. And so so it evolved out of that artist development program as, as like a, a specific performance character. And it's really informed, you know, my singing, my performance, my writing, everything. It's great. It's like having this alter ego, like, uh, you know, Madame Night. Nightingale has become my Ziggy Stardust, if you like. Oh, wow. So it's like the makeup becomes like a shield. Yes, yeah, but also like a completely different character. So so the, the Madame Nightingale character is like, I don't know, the, the eyes of Mother Earth looking down on all us, us humans and, and looking at our emotional state and then singing singing their songs about about that. So it really informs how I think about writing lyrically as well. It sounds really ethereal. That's right. <laughs> so it's almost like a fantasy novel. Yes, a bit. And um, I did do a series of like little fantasy shorts that don't exist anymore now as part of the artist development program. So it was like, you know, how does, how does Madame Nightingale exist? She exists because there's sadness and the sadness creates this sort of cosmic egg and she grows out of that. So she's like a, a half bird, half human sort of creature. Yeah. So that was, that was sort of the idea of to have like a, a backstory, but it's never sort of announced in the songs. It, it, it's there for me as a performer and it informs how I, I present my art. It sounds like each Madame Nightingale performance for you is kind of full of surprises as you immerse yourself in that character. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, I, lo- I like to do something spontaneous and different. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping to do some uh, more spontaneous and different things where maybe contemporary uh, dancers might be joining uh, joining me when I perform in Sydney, hopefully um, alongside Vivid and May. So just to get a few extra extra random people to do some interpretive dance seems like a really good idea. So I might be might be throwing that into the mix as well. So you've gone from you know being in a band to doing something very synthy and very theatrical. 
theatrical and you've got yourself into a position where you're really wanting to try new things. Like it's not just, you know, Madam Nightingale and we're going to keep developing that. We are going to keep developing that, but we want to do other stuff as well that's really different. Yeah, that's right. Look, I, I don't know. I think just the spontaneity of it informs the performance but also informs your writing and it just – I changed my attitude, you know, post-lockdown. I, I sort of thought, I'm just not going to waste any time. I'm going to try doing everything with everyone. I'm not going to say no to anything. So far, that's, you know, suited me well. Somebody said, apply for fringes. I managed to get in all these fringe festivals, which has been great. And two weekends ago, um, I was up with Dean performing at um, Newcastle Fringe, and I got nominated for my first ever award for Artistic Merit. And that was largely because I thought, I were gonna, I'm really going to, you know, express you know, the, the, try and really be far more physical in the performance. And so trying that different approach, obviously, you know, somebody suggested it to me, works, you know. So I really enjoy trying new things. It just seems to be making the art better and better. It's it's almost like I need that you know, risk element to, to, to perform. Yeah. Wow. I could almost see you doing a cameo performance in a film, uh, performing as Madame Nightingale. I think you could do something like that. Um, the risk factor is really, really interesting. Do you find that you weren't a person beforehand that was into taking risks, but somehow through your art you found that you like to do that artistically? Well, the, the, the artistic character is the polar opposite opposite of me. I'm, I'm somebody that has a 20-year life plan. <laughs> I know what I'm doing next week, next year, next month, next everything, and drive everybody in my family insane with my organising. So, so yeah, it, it, the, the art is about, you know, there's a whole element of improv. Obviously, the songs are written and the tracks are recorded and so on, but there's a certain element of, of you know, every show we perform, there's, there's a different flavour to the performance, and I think I really need that to to stimulate that that act. Wow, you've obviously found a person in there that's completely different to how you've been socialised, that's emerging. Isn't that interesting that, you know, we have these two worlds or more within ourselves as people and that art can bring that out? Yeah, I think so. You know, that's one of the great things about art is that it allows you to examine humanity. It allows you to examine yourself. You can do a lot of navel gazing. Yeah, I think um, in the last few years, a lot of people have been doing a lot of navel gazing because they, they had to, I guess. And that's not necessarily a bad thing now. It's like all this blossoming of you know, the, the, the art circuit scene and the music um, uh, sort of festival circuit has opened up again and people are really trying, you know, that they, they, they know now's your chance to get out there and try stuff, you know. So um, I, I just think it's sensational. I, I've had a look around at what other acts are doing and what other artists are doing and I'm not the only one, you know. <laughs> it's, it's really great to see people blossoming and having different sort of creative personalities as distinct from their own personality. But that person, that everyday person that, that, you know, has a 20-year plan, that must be very advantageous when you're managing yourself as an artist and performer and planning ahead with this new character, this new version of you. Um, yeah. Yeah, look, I mean, it's, it's, it's good. <laughs> good being, it's always good being organised, isn't it? You've got to get to gigs and festivals and things on time. Um, yeah, so, so I think uh, I'm one of the people I like to plan working with others. So so um, one of the future shows we're hopefully doing in, in Sydney will be with an art rock progressive band called Anubis, based out of Sydney, but they do a lot, did a lot of work um, pre-Pando over in Europe. And so it's nice to make those connections and do those plans. Like Those plans were originally made for the end of 2019, beginning of 2020, and they're not going to happen until May this year. Uh, so it's good to be organised. <laughs> so so real me is is very useful as far as as coordinating what we do. But um, uh, yeah, I think in terms of the creation and performance, the more spontaneous, the better. You sound really really busy. 
Yes, probably am. <laughs> but that's great. I that's mean, great. I mean, yeah. I, where are you going to be in two years' time with this act, do you think? Well, look, I, I would absolutely love to have an album to tour, you know. So we're, we've got our first little single today. Yay, thank you for playing it. And, um, you know, there's, there's other songs in development. I, I sort of really would love to just start off doing, like, the, the Fringe and, and Arts Music uh, sort of festival circuit in Australasia and then see how we take it from there. I would just adore to, you know, have, like, a, a group of, of sort of gig mates I tour with. That's not uncommon. You know, you get two or three acts to sort of tour together, go to Japan together and do a series of shows. So that's... That's my, my sneaky personal plan. Whether it happens or not, we'll have to see, but um, that's sort of where I'm hoping to go. Oh, well, Japan would be awesome. Oh, wouldn't it? It's just, I think it would be sensational. I've got um, uh, a video friend um, filming portions for a music video for another single for me right now over there as we speak. Hi, Hayley. Oh, wow. And uh, yeah, so that uh, there's another song under development where it's about people being separated. And, and so one person's being filmed in uh, Japan and the other person is going to be filmed um, in Gippsland, East Gippsland, in amongst the, the 90 Mile Beach and all the rest of it to, to show that the separation between city and country and, and near and far. Yeah, so. And a Japanese audience great. Would love that. I think so. Yes, I, I would love a door to go there. <laughs> so, so Japan's feasible. It's not out of the realms of possibility, no. Wow. And what about the album? Um, you must be planning it. Oh, it's been it's planned. <laughs> so I'm hoping um, uh, if we get uh, grant monies, hopefully by the end of the year. If we don't get grant monies, it'll be the middle of next year. Um, but yeah, it'll be self-titled Madam Nightingale album, and um, it'll have I know three things about it it's going to have 13 tracks on it that song's going to be on it um and hopefully um we'll be able to tour it around australia next year and it'll be great so dance with me has just dropped tell us about the video for it uh, the video for, for, for that comes out um, on the 28th of, of April um, and so it, that's an interesting song because it was actually written sort of in the depths of lockdown when everybody was really, really sad. So, And it was about, you know, examining your own mortality. You know, when you turn on the telly and you don't know what's going on and all that kind of stuff. But in, in response to that, I wanted to sort of juxtapose that with like a really jolly, happy, you know, dancey uh, song. So you got this really happy song with really sad lyrics. And so the video, it, it doesn't really mirror the lyrics at all uh, you've got like uh, cameos by myself and, and Dean as, as Madame Nightingale and the music maker sort of just appearing occasionally playing an instrument or, or singing but the main um, storyboard for the video is is about living life to the fullest and uh, especially uh, people who are, are more senior and I don't want to say more than that because it'll give away the, the surprise but um, just look at your granddad and grandma and imagine what they would be like if they went out for a night on the town. It has been an absolute joy meeting you in the studio. Phaedra from Madam Nightingale, thank you so much for popping into 3CR and can't wait to see that video of our 90 Mile Beach in Japan. Uh, Intermersing, how wondrous. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for having me. 3CR.